Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. Hi, Scott. Hi, Ingrid. What the fuck is going on? Oh, well, um, what's going on is... I mean, you just told me to stop being a little bitch, so that was really fun. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to say this, but Ingrid, she's a Virgo, so she likes to air her grievances, let's say. He's trying to say I'm a complainer. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Ingrid. Professional complainer. Yes, yes. The Virgo people tend to uh, bottle in their reflections, thoughts, and feelings until it becomes too much, and then they just start ripping people new a-holes. Oh, Uh, this sounds very accurate. Yeah. People are always shocked. They're like, oh, I thought you were so nice. What the fuck happened? But the thing is, is she's complaining to me about other people. She's not complaining to me about me, and that's the problem, Mm -hmm. because Ingrid is an Aries North Node, and the North Node in Aries means you need to be direct. You need to be authentic. And so I told Ingrid that she needs to stop acting like a little bitch (laughs) and start acting like a big, bad motherfucker bitch. Motherfucker bitch. Okay. Yeah. I'm on it, guys. Like a scary bitch. Like a pit bull type bitch. Well, I mean, I guess it's kind of interesting because if there's someone that's not like super close to me, like in my you know, my bubble, Mm -hmm. it's very easy for me to access that big bitch energy. And I don't mind tearing people down and sticking up for myself. It doesn't feel scary. I feel like very empowered by that. You know, the whole fight scene at work thing, you know, I'm like, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to my more personal life, it, it does become scary. I, I feel fearful of the repercussions of what will happen when I voice my grievances. Mm -hmm. So you know, I can say that I am that big bitch, but also I reserve that for the situations where it's easy for me. It's low stakes. Exactly. I have nothing to lose. Low stakes. Yeah. That's no good. So yeah, I mean, just bringing that into my close personal circle and, you know, moving through that fear of saying what I need to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Ingrid, you know, this is a tough time for, for Ingrid because she's a Virgo and planets are moving into Sagittarius. And so she's getting pelted left and right by these experiences. And that's what happens. If you're a Virgo, Pisces, if you're, if you have, if you were born during these seasons or you have other planets in in Virgo or Pisces, you get hit during Sagittarius season. And so it's bringing these uncomfortable experiences to your core, the core of who you are. And if you're not facing these head on, then you're going to be fucked. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to be that little bitch that's just crying and complaining and whining about things not going your way. And why isn't this person the way that I want them to be? It's like, because you're not the way that you need to be. It has nothing to do with them. You were just telling me about how 
people are reflecting back to me what I am not working on. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you get so irritated over something, it's like the only the only person you have control over is yourself. Mm-hmm. So you can change the way you react to things, change the way you respond to things. If you aren't getting what you want, you need to either change yourself or change the relationship. Well, it starts with changing yourself. And when you change yourself, the relationship changes in one of two ways. Either the person that you're in relationship with starts reflecting the new you, Mm -hmm. meaning they've changed too, or the relationship changes in that that person is no longer in your life because you are no longer reflecting them. They're no longer an appropriate reflection for you. So... When you're angry at somebody, you really need to look at yourself and say, okay, I'm angry. I'm so fucking pissed at this person right now. But in that moment of rage, you need to ask yourself, what is it about that person that is angering me? And what is it about what they're doing that is angering me that is really me? And it's about like what quality that person has or doesn't have that's irritating you, not the specific incidents, but like what that represents in their personality. Yes, it's like, I'm so angry at this person because this person doesn't do X, Y, and Z. But if you turn that around, you probably could improve X, Y, and Z. And if you improve X, Y, and Z, then it encourages that other person to change X, Y, and Z, or they move out of your life. The universe will move them out of your life. All those high-stakes relationships that you're in... All the people that you're in relationship with that you consider high stakes relationships, like the people that you love, the people that are close to you, that are closest to you, those are your great teachers. Those are your divine teachers. The people that needle you, annoy you, piss you off, anger you, they're your great teachers. You said the people that you love, but it it can also be people that you hate as well. People that, well, whoever is in your bubble that is irritating you or affecting you emotionally, they're there to teach you a lesson. Yeah, absolutely. You can love and hate people at the same time. You know, you you can love someone and then not like them. Uh, Like, I care for this person. I love this person, but I fucking can't stand being around them. Yeah. I don't want to be around this person anymore. If you're in a situation like that in your life, then you need to ask yourself, what is this person teaching me? What is this person teaching me? Mm -hmm. The universe has put this person in my life for some reason. God, the fucking universe, dude. And what is the big issue for you? It's communication and being direct. Yep. And we just talked on our live about 20 degrees in Pisces. Neptune is squaring your Chiron in Gemini, which is communication. So healing your wound to communication by pushing you to be a better communicator by being more direct which is so crazy because i feel like i have been working on that for a while now since like maybe like a year and a half but it's still there there's still these lessons it's like now it doesn't feel so scary like it still feels scary but you know when i was first taking like baby steps a year and a half ago i would just thought i was gonna die mm-hmm. like that transformation mm-hmm. was so uncomfortable and now i'm just like fuck you're right scott why are you right <laughs> and now i have to go do this well and that's Shit. the thing it's like people are always saying well i've been working on this for so long and what's your point like so you should be done with this now 
I mean, you always say it's kind of like yoga. It's like, yeah, it's a practice. It's a practice. You're never done. It's not like, well, I've been working on this for so long. Okay. And you'll be working on it until the day that you die. So keep working on it. Keep getting better at it. Keep asking the questions that you need to ask in order to give yourself the clarity that you need in order to figure out how to approach life. Step one, two, three, four, each and every day. So communication, communication is a big theme for the week because this week is the full moon in Gemini. Oh, damn. Which is the sign of communication. If you've bought the book, The Basics of Astrology, you would know all of this unless you're Ingrid. And, and then you, you forget need, everything. You forget all the <laughs> basics of astrology. <laughs> I forget every week. I forget every week. That's why it's a short book, Ingrid, so you can read it again. You should read it every night. I mean, it's kind of like a glossary. It's a glossary, yeah. It's like an index or a key or something, yeah. It's not a story. It's meant to be a guide for you, for your story. And, yeah, there's a lot happening this week. Should we get into the week? Yeah, we should. But before we get into the week, I wanted to say that it's the holiday season. We just updated the website. So if you want to buy a gift for somebody. Yes. Thank you for everyone who's been reaching out to me. How do I gift a reading to a friend? Now there is a A gift card option. A gift card option on the website under readings right there. You can buy a gift of a reading for a loved one, friend, family member. Yeah, it's so nice. I think, you know, you've done so much for me in my personal growth. And anyways, I think that personal growth stuff and a reading is... Clarity, understanding. What did I get somebody for Christmas or for the holidays? What did I get somebody for the holidays? I got them clarity of themselves. Yeah, it's really powerful stuff. So if you don't know what to get somebody, a reading is always nice. And there's all kinds of different pricing options now. So if you just want to give someone, you know, a little taste of what astrology can do for them in their life. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, also want to encourage anyone who's looking to map out the year ahead. Yes. If you want to map out the year ahead and ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you, then contact me for a reading and we will map out your year so that you're hitting the right points and moving in stride with the planets instead of them grinding on you one way or the other and you're like fuck what is going on here right i mean this is the if we're coming up on the end of the year so maybe you need to gift yourself a reading totally yes okay fine we can move into the week okay thanks. <laughs> i just wanted to say that because the <laughs> I holidays appreciate are- that yeah thanks for doing that i appreciate it so this is the week of december 13th through the 19th and on Monday, December 13th, we're looking at two planets that are moving into two new signs. There's Mars, the god of war, the planet of action, aggression, and conflict, moving into Sagittarius. And Mercury, the messenger of the gods, guide of souls to the underworld, the planet of consciousness, communication, and coordination, moving into Capricorn, the planet of action in the sign of freedom. That's Sagittarius. So Mars has been transiting through Scorpio for the last six weeks, trudging up all of those secrets, everything that's hidden that you're hiding from. It's bringing it up. If you're somebody who is a Leo or a 
Aquarius, this might have been difficult for you when Mars was squaring your sun or maybe one of your other planets that are in those two signs. Now it's moving on to Sagittarius and it's going to let those secrets ablaze. It's going to free you from the burdens of those secrets. If you're working with the energy, this might feel like a time where you just feel lighter. Everything gets a bit easier because mm -hmm. now you're able to feel free. Mm -hmm. But if you haven't been working with the energy, it might be more explosive because you haven't dealt with that baggage and let the exactly. cat out of the bag. Exactly. Yes, exactly. That's it. hundred percent. If you've been fighting to hide something, then it explodes. But if you've been sharing what's hidden in places that are appropriate for you to share what's hidden, then this will help you feel more free. Now, for those who are Virgo and Pisces, uh -oh. this is a challenging period for you. God damn it. Especially this week for you, Ingrid. Okay. I want you to take it very easy on yourself this week because you have your Mercury at zero degrees and your sun at six degrees. And over the next week and a half, Mars is going to be grinding up against those. So conflict in my identity and I forgot the other one. Your mind. Shit. Yes. <laughs> okay. So when you feel, and this is for everyone out there, when you feel the conflict, run towards it. Don't hide from it. Face it. Charge towards your conflict. Be the hunter, not the hunted. Well, also, if you don't run towards it, it's like you're just going to be running away from it forever. It's not going to be dealt with. It's going to keep showing up for you continuously. And it's going to always be just as hard. It's like when you practice fighting your demons, they get easier to slay. Yes. And when you don't, they get bigger and scarier. Fuck yeah, they do. Yeah. And so this is, this is going to be occurring. Mars is moving through Sagittarius from December 13th to January 24th. Okay. The last time Mars was moving through Sagittarius was January 3rd to February 16th, 2020. And the time before that was January 26th to March 17th, 2018. So think back to these dates for clues on how this transit may be affecting you this time around. Now for Mercury moving into Capricorn, the planet of communication in the sign of responsibility and achievement. If you want to achieve something, you have to take responsibility for what you're communicating. Is this also maybe about being held accountable? Accountability. How can you be accountable for your words? I mean, it helps when you are in communication with other people. It's like if you don't share it, then if you don't achieve your goal, then you're just hiding by yourself and you have this little secret. But when you start sharing it and communicating about what your goals are, the other people in your life are going to be there to help hold you accountable. Help hold you accountable, lift you up. And when you're taking responsibility for your words, this is how the planets work together. Now you can be free in your action. That's Mars in Sagittarius. How can you act with greater freedom? That's Mars in Sagittarius. The answer is in order to act with greater freedom. You have to take responsibility. Take responsibility for your words. Mm. You take responsibility for your words, you're able to act freely. So how can I take responsibility for my words so that I can act with greater freedom? By doing what you said you were going to do. Doing what you said you were going to do by being equitable, ethical, 
by doing what's right. That's what Sagittarius is about. Sagittarius is about doing the right thing, being honest, being truthful, being just. When you're honest, truthful, and just, then you can connect to the spirit, your higher power. And when you're connected to your higher power, you have greater ability to take responsibility for your thoughts and actions. So Mercury is going to be moving through Capricorn from December 13th to January 1st. January 1st, it moves into Aquarius, but on January 25th, it retrogrades back into Capricorn and it's there until February 14th. So we get this Capricorn Mercury energy twice, December 13th to January 1st, and then January 25th to February 14th. The last time Mercury was in Capricorn was December 20th, 2020 to January 8th, 2021. And the time before that was December 28th, 2019 to January 16th, 2020. So think back to these dates for clues on how this planetary transit may be affecting you this time around. But it's also important to mention the impending retrograde transit of Mercury, which the retrograde doesn't begin until January 14th, but the shadow period begins on December 29th. So this is why even more so important to take responsibility for the words that you're choosing. Slow down, take your time. And I'm not even saying this to anyone else. I'm saying this to myself because <laughs> <laughs> I get so anxiety and I just like say things and write things and like, uh, and like, why did I do that? okay so slow down be intentional yes i mean the holidays bring up so much and we get Mm -hmm. really scattered and our energy Mm -hmm. can just feel all over the place so Mm -hmm. slow down collect your energy back to yourself be intentional with your words yes okay are you ready for tuesday i'm ready i'm ready tuesday december 14th we're looking at mercury again in capricorn is connecting to the moon, the planet of emotions, in Taurus, the sign of material security and what you value in the material realm. This seems like a really nice connection. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's a it's an earth earth connection. It's a trine, and this is a very supportive connection. This is an opportunity for you to communicate what it is you value on an emotional level from a place of authority. How can you communicate what it is you value deep within your emotions from a place of authority? I mean, I think this kind of goes into like projecting onto the new year, communicating about your ambitions and achievements, and that will fulfill you emotionally in the material world. Mm -hmm. Making plans for, you know, maybe just having the conversations with people about what kind of plans you want to make for your life and really tapping into how that will fulfill you emotionally. Mm, Yes. And why do you want to make those plans? What are they bringing back to you? Yeah, maybe not just setting a goal, but talking about why it's going to fulfill you. Yes. The why behind the why behind the achievement. I want to achieve this because I want that in the material. I mean, in last week, we kind of talked about reimagining the dream. Mm -hmm. So it's like not just having these arbitrary goals that we had from when we were younger, just because that's what society or our parents or a movie we watched inspired us to to want some material thing, but really tapping in and thinking like how it will actually make me feel. Yes. Will I be fulfilled by this goal that I'm making? Yes. And if it's not aligning with you, then that's not a good goal for you to have. 
How can I bring it into reality? How can I bring this into reality? What are the steps that I need to take? Wednesday, December 15th, we're looking at Mars again. The planet of action, aggression, and conflict, the god of war, charging through Sagittarius, the freedom-loving sign, opposing the North Node, the soul's purpose in Gemini, the sign of communication. So this is, this is like somebody on the live the other day was saying about the nodes moving into new signs. And, and right now, the nodes move backwards. They move backwards out of the signs. So the north node is at one degree in Gemini. Then it's going to go to zero. Then it's going to go to 29 degrees in Taurus. Okay. So we're completing our 18-year cycle of an assignment. We get this, this assignment every 18 years of learning to be a better communicator. How can I be a better communicator? By asking questions. Staying curious. And actively listening. Mm. Great communication comes from listening and asking questions. And if you have been holding back in that area in some way, to complete the assignment, here's Mars, the god of war. In Sagittarius, the truth-telling, freedom-loving sign that's pushing you to ask those questions. What questions do you want to ask but you've been afraid to ask? Well, I can't ask that question because if I ask that question, they're going to laugh at me. They're going to be mad at me. I'm going to get in trouble for asking that question. Fuck it. Does not matter right now. Ask honest questions. I mean, when we think about communication, a lot of the times we're just thinking about us telling someone something instead of the more curious Gemini energy. And it's like when we are asking the questions and actually listening for the answers, it can give us so much clarity. Yes. And we need clarity right now. The world is very confusing. It's a very confusing place. And in order to bring clarity to the confusion, we need to act by asking honest questions. Yeah. We don't ever get clarity just by talking, like just by having like a word vomit. It's like the the reason you get clarity, whether that's from ourselves or from an external source, is by asking questions. So mm-hmm. that could mean asking yourself some questions as well. Yes. This is driving you towards asking questions. Release yourself from the burden of, mm, I don't know if that's an appropriate question. Yeah, it is. Ask it. And giving you some help in that area on Thursday, December 16th, is the moon. Which has moved into Gemini. So now we're bringing like our emotions in that sign of curiosity. Exactly. And the moon is opposing Mars. So the god of war was opposing the soul's purpose on Wednesday. On Thursday, the god of war opposes the emotions. So if you were kind of thinking like, well, I don't know, maybe, yeah, I should ask that question. I'm not sure. Today, Thursday is the day when it when you blurt it out. Yeah, there's that Aries energy, like the truth teller and the fire is like, you can't hold back your emotions during this time. That's Mars. Mars is, is that Aries energy, but it's Sagittarius. Oh, fuck, I always call it Aries. <laughs> Damn it. It's fire. It's both fire. And so, you know, uh, Sagittarius is fire and, and it's wild. And so Mars charging through Sagittarius is going to, bust some chains down. And and when you think about how the how the signs graduate from one to the next, Capricorn comes after Sagittarius. Capricorn is about building, but in order to build you need to have a clear plot of land. So Sagittarius comes and burns everything down so you have space to build. 
So what is it that you're burning down so that you can build something new? And the moon opposing Mars right now is going to create that impulse to blurt out the question that you've been afraid to ask. And then when you think of burning stuff down and clearing out space, like that can mean relationships or that can mean like an old way of doing things. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a negative thing. It's like you have to clear out that stuck energy. Yes. Yes. What are you curious about on an emotional level? If you're curious about something on an emotional level, that is stuck energy until you receive the answer. And Mars is driving you to get that answer. Friday, December 17th. And now we have Aries. I see now it. we have Aries, <laughs> yes. So the moon has moved on in Gemini and is now connecting to Chiron, the wounded healer, and the ancient wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound in Aries, which is forcing all of us to take a look at the wound to our self-confidence. Where are you, where, where are your fears showing up in life? What can you do to confidently face those fears? And so the moon connecting to Chiron, this is an opportunity for facing the fears that exist within your emotions to communicate, to ask those questions. Why are you afraid to ask these questions? I mean, I think fear rules everything. And especially if you're trying to heal the wound to your self-confidence, it's like, of course, it's scary to be asking these questions that you've been hiding from. And the only way to move through it and to grow is to ask the questions so you can heal and you can build up your self-confidence. Yes. Yes. This is a very positive alignment. It's a sextile. It's air and fire, mutable air, Gemini, cardinal fire, Aries. This is a gift for you to... To heal. To heal. Look at where you've been afraid to speak and find the courage to speak. And then if you've been working with the energy during the week, it's like you've already been kind of thinking about it and kind of practicing it. So today you can really, really ask those questions and be emotional and it will be received well. You'll be able to heal that wound. Mm -hmm. It'll be easier to access. Yes. You've maybe already cleared some space. Yes. Saturday? Ah. December 18th. Why did you make that sound, Ingrid? I don't know. I see a square... <laughs> There's just more happening. <laughs> yes, there's a square in an opposition. We're looking at Chiron again, which is now squaring Mercury. So on Friday, you connected to what you were curious about on an emotional level and had the courage to ask those questions that you need to ask. On Friday, Mercury, the planet of communication in Capricorn, the sign of responsibility, it's now taking responsibility for having the courage to take responsibility for what you're saying. Well, maybe like you're asking for a raise or you're asking questions about, you know, your work environment mm -hmm. to your boss and your boss mm -hmm. is like, well, what, the, what does that mean? Yeah. And you're like, well, it means that I'm looking for another job because I want to be paid what I'm worth. Mm -hmm. And, you know, putting that out there to that person, maybe they were just curious about why you were asking the questions, but there was a deeper meaning behind it. Mm. Maybe you want to get another job or you want to see how much everyone else is making because you're not feeling valued. Yes. Being able to come out and say that. Yes. Wow. I like that. That's a good example. Helping this frequency is the full moon in Gemini. Oh, shit. Yes. More communication. More communication. So if you want to know how the full moon is affecting you directly, 
Sign up for my moon cycle classes. We'll break down what the full moon means in general, just as I do right now on the podcast, but also specifically how it's affecting you so that you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. Now, the full moon in Gemini, the full moon is a release. The new moon is the inhale. The full moon is the exhale. So the new moon was in Sagittarius. It was about setting your intentions to honestly express yourself, to honestly express your emotions. Now with the full moon in Gemini, if you have followed through with those intentions and honestly expressed yourself and honestly expressed your emotions, now you have the space to invite somebody else to honestly express themselves with you by you expressing your curiosity towards them on an emotional level. The moon is in Gemini, the curious sign, the sign of communication. Do you have the space within yourself to ask somebody you are emotionally connected to how they are feeling? Well, I think, like you said, if we're expressing ourselves, we're going to feel lighter and then that will allow us the space to be able to take on other people's stuff mm-hmm. and be more receptive. If we have a bunch of shit that we haven't spit out, then we're not going to be receptive to being curious or inviting of other people's feelings. Yes. But once we get that off our chest, then we will, yeah, we'll feel lighter and have more space to, to be open to other people and what they're going through. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Thank you, Ingrid. Sunday. December 19th, Venus, Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships. We haven't spoken about the goddess of love and beauty this week. She comes in on the final day. And why? Because Venus begins its retrograde transit. Well, that sounds very ominous. Yeah, I like to make it sound that way. (laughs) (laughs) So... Venus in Capricorn, what is that about? Venus in Capricorn is about taking responsibility for your part in the relationship. Are you taking responsibility for your part in the relationship? If you are in a relationship and you are unhappy in what you are receiving from the other person, what you need to do is take responsibility for your part and be very clear about what those responsibilities are when you do that. You will inspire your partner to take responsibility for themselves. It can also be holding other people accountable in your relationships. It's just always going on what's been happening the previous days. If we'd cleared that space from our emotional, energetic field by expressing ourselves honestly, Mm -hmm. and then we're able to lend space to the people we're in relationship with to listen to them and be curious, then today it's like you both are going to have the space to take responsibility or to even, like you said, hold others accountable without it being so emotionally charged. It's like everything's out on the table. We've already talked about it. And like, this is how I'm going to take responsibility. Like, maybe I shouldn't have said it like that. I was being insensitive because I was having a bad day. (laughs) And then the other person's going to be able to be like, yeah, well, you know what? I Maybe I shouldn't have done that thing. I was having a shitty day too. So... If you're working with the energy, it becomes easy. But if you haven't, like today might be a little more uncomfortable because you're going to want to get shit off your chest. And I feel like there could be like kind of a blame game happening Hmm. if you're not communicating about it in a healthy way. Well, this is the beginning of a frequency uh, to look back 
at our past relationships and see, have I taken responsibility? Maybe it's with an ex, an ex-friend, lover, business partner. Did I take responsibility for what I agreed to do, what I agreed to bring in this relationship? This is a period when past relationships come back. They come back because the ledger needs to be balanced. This is that retrograde energy. Yes. So perhaps there is an ex-lover, friend, or business partner that's come back into your life in some way, shape, or form through a dream, an email, a phone call. You see them in person. Take time to really process why this person has returned. What needs to be balanced in the ledger sheet Is there something within the relationship that you need to take responsibility for? Or do you need to hold them accountable for something within the relationship? Venus has been in its retrograde shadow since November 17th. And it will be in its retrograde shadow until March 1st. But the retrograde, which starts today, lasts until January 29th. So during this period, look back at where you need to take responsibility in your partnerships and where you need to hold your partners accountable. Now, for those that were born with key planets in Aries or Libra, this could be a challenging period as Venus goes back and forth in Capricorn. Right now, it's at 26 degrees. So look at your astrological code. What's at 26 degrees? Is is Venus or Mars or... Mercury, what planets are at 26 degrees, maybe in Aries or in Libra? I know Ingrid has Venus at 22 degrees. Ah. Yeah, challenges. Yeah, I'm definitely already feeling this revisiting of old stuff happening. And yeah, it is about taking responsibility for my part in it. What could have I done differently to have had a different outcome? Mm, Yeah. Or to make it have been more smooth or to communicate better. And there is a lot of things I would do differently. So doing them differently this time around. Yes. Fuck. Yeah. That the retrograde energy is just so irritating to, to start feeling. You're just like, why? Mm-hmm. Why do I have to revisit this again? Well, I didn't learn my lesson the first time because that was just a little bit of practice. Yes. So now we're going to have some quizzes, some tests. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I definitely would like to pass this test so it's not so uncomfy next time. Good. Well, we all have work to do in this area. So I wish you all the best. And I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. Transit, 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 transit.